Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Half Gen Podcast, episode 62. I'm not gonna lie, I had to peek, because we've recorded a lot of podcasts lately, and we just released one a couple days ago. It didn't even have a number, except for, like, the release year of the game. Mm. If you haven't listened to... Mark, uh, speaking of... Mark called me today. He said he listened to it. Oh, nice. He said he liked it, and he said... uh, I told him, yeah, we ran out of time. And he said, oh, I could tell. He's like, because there's definitely a lot more stuff to talk about. And he's like, but it was good. I liked it. Uh, so, they, you know, we got, we got some solid feedback. There we go. <laughs> I hadn't talked to him in a while. So, like, that was cool. He's like, yeah, that's what I was going to talk to you about because I listened to your podcast. <laughs> he was like, that's what I was like. I should talk to Chris. <laughs> um. Yeah, so episode 62, uh, back at it again. Ross has his true voice again. I do. Yes. Welcome back, Ross. Oh, thank you. It's beautiful. It's so much easier to balance and edit. (laughs) How bad was that? (laughs) It it wasn't that that it's bad. The problem is with that other microphone Mm -hmm. is it just, it, it doesn't, because it's such a small microphone, it's such a small receiver, it's like it takes in audio in a weird way. Mm. So like it kind of muffles everything. So it's not that you're necessarily any quieter than you usually are, but you sound quieter. Okay. So, but to increase that, you kind of amplify the other weaknesses in the microphone. Gotcha. Where like you know the the highs get tinny and the lows you know don't balance well, and there's not enough bass and treble, and it's weird. Like, it's fine for just talking, but for, like, a recording like this, you can tell the difference. Fair enough. Especially when editing it. Because I was like, I don't know what I do. Like, do I balance me? Do I balance him? I don't know. I'm just going to put it up. <laughs> uh, so, Ross, you're you're settling in. Uh, you got to gaming, and uh, I know you finished a little game, uh, uh, God of War. I did. We t- We touched on that. It was it was Ross who approached me and was like, "Tonight, spoiler cast." <laughs> yeah, and he almost didn't do it. It was close. It was close. He was like, "My my good Mike is still in a box," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> in case anyone missed previous episodes, I just moved. Yes, he did. Ross is a busy person. Yeah, it's been kind of a whirlwind, and I'm going to New York City this weekend, so like... uh, You're settling in a bit, though. Yeah, I have... We have most of the stuff unpacked and put where we want it, so that's relatively quick for us. Yeah. So... And this is, you know, not your forever home, but maybe a a, a for a while home. Yeah, for uh, until my wife finishes her PhD, if the people let us stay here that long, maybe, home. We'll see. Good. We'll see. Good. Um, but yeah, we'll see. God of War. Game. God um, of War. God of War. Oh, God of it's, Yeah, we, we did a spoiler cast. It is quite a good game. Um, we could very easily do a part two to that spoiler cast and yeah. still have probably another hour 40 of stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's so it's good. Real good. Um, kudos to Santa Monica. It's just... That's all, like that's, for uh, for everything Sony's doing wrong right now, making games is not one of them. Yeah, like you know, say what you will, but like they are putting out like masterclass titles. Yeah, and they should be commended for that. 
like last year, so far this year with like God of War, Spider-Man's looking good. Next year looks promising. Like credit where credit is due. Like if they are, maybe they don't need to worry about crossplay. Like you know, maybe they could just open the doors because like people are gonna come and buy these games. <laughs> like we said, God of War is a system seller, or yeah. damn well should be. It's, it's Sony for for the missteps that they have had. They their first party is like on is on par with Nintendo's first party. Yeah, I think this is the best games they've ever put out. Like this generation, like they have they have some real winners. Like yeah. PlayStation 4, I think might be like where Sony is just like, yeah, so we're just going to like of the big 3, Sony might have the best chance if they were ever to just be like, you know what, we're going to stop making our box and just, you know, sell our games. Yeah. They might have the the wide the the studios and the capability to fulfill this wide variety they might mm. be the most successful as like a third party publisher if you took one of them yeah yeah Nintendo it's... would be very close in that as well just on name recognition mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it's and and it's like crazy. with Last of Us two coming out next year and it's just single player story driven people seem to like Ghost of Tsushima so like I I didn't like particularly that you know what they showed but that's that could be just a me thing i'll probably still play it mm-hmm. so yeah. you know, take that as you will it's and and just playing god of war it gives me hope for like it's it sounds weird it gives me hope for the industry not like the industry's in a bad place but like i don't know this game has affected me so much this that, could be like this could be the game that people look at and be like this is what games need to be going forward like, you know, a lot of people compared it to, like, a summer blockbuster movie, and I think it's it's a little more, uh, there, there's more depth to it oh, than yeah. just a summer blockbuster. Oh, way more. But at the same time, like, that is, like, that is where narratively, 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 I'm trying, well, no, I'm trying to say the other R for some reason. Oh. And it feels, it feels wrong. I can't help it. <laughs> can't talk today. Um narratively that's where i want games to go i think the last of us was like a big catalyst in that direction we kind of saw it in uncharted 4 and i just don't think anybody else is doing these like even like i look at horizon so many open world games get the story gets lost even you know some of sony's other games like infamous sometimes the story kind of feels secondary but in Horizon, they just made it feel so good because if you weren't progressing one story, you know, the main story about what happened in the past, you're progressing a totally different story about what's going on in the present. Mm-hmm. And so it's these two divergent but equally interesting storylines going on the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, that was incredible to me as, you know, as somebody who appreciates a strong narrative. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> And, like, you know, I feel like Nintendo's almost going in the other direction, you know, with games like Breath of the Wild and stuff, where it's, like, almost like, a, you know, a little more Dark Soulsy, where it's, like, you know, there is enough story there, and the rest of it, you're gonna go, you're kind of gonna maybe go find yourself, or not yeah. at all, you know, yeah. depending on how you play. Yeah, Nintendo's never been big on story, if we're being perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah, if we're being perfectly honest, yeah. yeah. But, like... In, in terms of, like, AAA storytelling, it's Sony or it's nobody, it feels like. Like, you... you where is there another publisher, you know, outside of like Bioware, 
who who built Mass Effect, and we all know what ended up happening there. Like, who else is building stories like this? Yeah, it's like in, in worlds like this. Like, I Destiny is still an interesting world, but it's not on the same narrative scale as no. any of these games, you know. Uh, or even like you know a Final Fantasy fourteen. That's not. It, you know, in terms of like a big game or Final Fantasy 15, you know, I feel like I have been playing Final Fantasy 14 again a lot lately. That's why I brought that up. Yeah. And there's a lot of interesting story stuff going on in that game. Mm-hmm. And it's a kind of like a living world in a sense, because MMO always growing. Right. That thing already has more story than Final Fantasy 15, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, And I'm still in a realm reborn. But, um, yeah, it's yeah, just, it, it's just who, there's nobody else, I guess, you know, I guess square, you know, games like near automata, but even that is kind of like a, you know, you don't really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Things are just kind of happening. Like, I just can't think of anybody else who's building worlds and telling stories like this, like yeah. God of war. And it's just like, I, I tweeted at, at Corey Barlog after I finished the game and he liked my tweet, which was cool. Um, but, I tweeted at Bungie because I got spawned into enemy fire three times in a row in the Crucible. And I asked them, what's the limit? Did they like that tweet? They have not. I'll check. But as of press time, they have not responded to my request. Um, but yeah, I tweeted at Corey Barlog and just like said this was a phenomenal game. And I could think of so many franchises that could really use a God of War style reboot. And I was thinking to myself, like like doom did the same thing where it kind of reinvented itself and god of war did it and i'm just like what if halo infinite is that game yeah you mentioned that i would love love for that to be the case yeah it's just like man like people taking risks with big studio like big studios taking risks is just with big titles with big titles it's like juggernaut like doom was not necessarily in the best place yeah when they released Doom 2016. Oh, yeah. For sure. But let's be real. Like, Doom is a juggernaut. You put Doom on a box and it sells copies automatic. Yeah. You know, that's you're guaranteeing at least a million. Yeah, like, it, right there, just because it says Doom in all and caps. I, I think it's even more impressive, because Doom was not in a good place, that they came back, basically reinvented it, and it was a huge success. Well, and I think God of War was kind of the same thing, because, like, After they had the, they had the initial yeah. reveal. Yeah, like, you know, God of War 3 was good. God of War 2 was the best game, though. Like, don't listen to anybody who tells you otherwise. God of War 2. Also, a Corey, Bar- Corey Balrog jam. Um, uh, yep, you know, I, the, the man knows God of War. <laughs> I, I've played a little bit. of. I've played a few hours of one. I have never touched two. I beat three, and I've beaten this one. And I've two beaten Chains of Olympus. And I know so two is good. the best. It's so good. I know. I know. Oh, no. my God. It's so good. I want to play Just, it like, so rent it on PlayStation Now or something, dude. And play it on your PS4. It's so good. Um, But... Oh, God. Like, that's the one. If I went back... Like, God of War 3 is really good, too. I did buy the remaster. But, like, if I were to go back and play one of those three right now, it would mm-hmm. be two. It was no question. Yeah. That game... That was, like... That was the only one that when I finished it, I started it right back up. Because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this game is so good. Um, What the hell was I saying, though? Um, Yeah, God, God of War was, like... You know, they did three, then they did Ascension, and Ascension was not particularly well-received, and it also didn't sell that well. Uh, so, God of War was in this weird place where they were like, yeah, you clearly gotta reinvent this, and people are like, 
I don't know if I care enough about Kratos to play another game with Kratos. Yeah, you know? Kratos had been pretty much written off, and I think in part, in some ways, very deservedly so, as an incredibly one-dimensional character. He was. Uh, I Like, he is... I'm not going to say he's not one-dimensional in two, but two kind of sets the stage for why he is the way he is. Yeah. And it does a pretty good job. Um, And three, I think, just, like, feeds on that a little too hard. Yeah. If, if that makes sense, where it's like, people really like to... Like, God of War 2 came out in a time when we were two years into the next generation on the PS2 and still sold like crazy and got like nine fives. Like that game was so critically commercially acclaimed. Like it had no right in 2007 for a PS2 game to be in the game of the year conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you did like, I remember you, you did like three. I remember you. I I like three. I, 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 I order them two, three, one. I think one is the weakest of the three by far. Yeah, and, and it's it, I. I also like Angry Kratos though. I didn't mm-hmm. like Kratos like going back to the first one when I played like after I played the first three and they did the remasters and stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't like kind of neutral Kratos as much in the first game because mm. he just he wasn't enough. And then like two is the perfect balance, and three he just is off the wall crazy. Mm-hmm. He's t- he got off his meds in the, at the wrong time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I do enjoy that trilogy very much. And like, the point I'm trying to make is they did a complete gameplay shift, which could turn off long, long time fans. Uh, they, they made it this more personal story about a character that people don't care about. Let's be real. No, nobody cares. People care more about the Master Chief than they do Kratos. And Kratos arguably has more personality. Uh, even if he's one note, <laughs> you know? Th- through the games, yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, but like you get God of War and it's this perfect storm of like, oh my God, I of didn't war. think it was possible. Like, cause it, it was, I saw the initial reveal. I was hyped and then they kept showing the game and I was just like, all right, just, just put it out. I, I don't care anymore. Just put it out. I was losing the hype, you know? Yeah. Hold on a and second. Then, Hello wife. I, no, I forgot to text you. It's fine. Yeah. This is not going to be as long as last night. So no. Say hi to the but podcast. Yeah, uh, hello, podcast. There we go. Hi, Allie. Chris says hi. Our, our special guest, uh, Ross's wife. Yep. She's great. Um, she, she's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it just... I, I didn't expect God of War to do what it did, you know? And just like, you know, nobody expected Doom to be what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait for Doom 2. <laughs> yeah. Like... I, Man, I just put. It I can't on even think of. I can't even think. No, I. I am going oh. to play. Okay. No, I'm just saying. Like, I. I can't even think of another game that's like in that kind of position where it was like it was good, but could it was like you know already great, but could be made better. You know, like even if the game wasn't necessarily great, but, like but a it, series it, 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 that was great, like Infamous, like. It's, I want it's, them it's, to go back to Infamous. I never wanted them to stop making yeah, Infamous. Like, like Infamous, like pretty universally second son was thought of as a good game but not up to the caliber of previous games i would say Um, unpopular take no that's the popular two no uh, no 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 Uh, unpopular take two second son one i liked second son yeah i I enjoyed that game a lot a lot of it was just because it was the cleanest gameplay like it was the cleanest to play of the three and 
that can go a long way. When you're talking mm-hmm. about three kind of similar, you know, mostly similar games. I also liked the characters a lot that he, like, surrounded himself with. I found them generally to be more interesting than Cole's group. Um, you found more I mean, interesting than Zeke? How dare you? How dare Zeke, you? Zeke is fine in the second one. Yeah. He's, it, a, he's it, a traitor. In terms of settings of the games, I would go uh, one second son, two. I really didn't like New Orleans. He didn't? I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't like it either. Yeah. Uh, two is probably the best. Oh, it has man the moment like the thunderstorm man. Yeah. Oh, the lightning storm. How about Resistance? Remember that series? I would. Resistance was never bad. Like that's the thing. Resistance never deserved. Uh, correction. It was awful on the Vita, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. No, we don't. I just had to like force myself to remember what even the subtitle was for that game. Um, Retribution. No, it was that was the PSP one, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. It was Burning Skies, I think. Yeah, because yeah. you played as the fireman, and that game was bad. <laughs> I think I reviewed that. I think I gave it like one or two stars or something. It has to be on those gaming nerds. Um, yeah, but but yeah, yeah like there's so it, many series that could just like use it. So you notice bad. how they're both Sony though? <laughs> like, yeah, we're talking about the narrative touch. Um. See, but I don't know that Sucker Punch is the right team for, like, a serious narrative, you know? Because they've always been kind yeah. of... I, I guess I guess I can't really judge that because Naughty Dog went and did it, you know? They yeah, went from they were quirky, crash, crash you know, hero platformer to Uncharted and then The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. They went to the polar opposite of just deep depression. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I would like to be surprised. I would love to see them come back with like a very like a, a very focused infamous game. Like you can't take away the open world and you can't take away the choices. But if you if you deliver it more eloquently mm-hmm. and you give it more force behind your decisions, like it, it, and you have a quality cast of characters, do you? Because that's part of it. Do you go back to kind of the original story, or is it a completely new cast? You know, it's, that's the thing is like, it could be anything that universe is so like second son takes place in the same universe as one and two. Yeah. yeah. Who says it can't be somewhere else? Yeah. You know, set it in England, you know, mm. you, British dude, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. You could put it anywhere. Anybody can have powers in that universe. It's true. And you could, your power could be almost anything. Like, just imagine like, you know, start it off. Like, here's your next infamous game. You know, dude's fighting overseas and gets his power while he's in a war zone. You know, and it's like the game starts in the Middle East and you're a soldier and it's like, oh, wow, it turns out I have these crazy powers. And then he comes home and, you know, is in the military and, you know, the military is like, we want to figure this stuff out and see how we can weaponize it or something. So he's got to cope with life. You know, he wants to see his family and he can't. And, you know, boom, you just made a character that automatically he's a war hero you know people respect instantly like that's automatic credit right there you know people are like okay i can get behind this guy he's a war hero and he's a superhero and they're taking him away from his family i have sympathy now right this man doesn't deserve this i don't even know what he did yet i don't know what's happening but already this imaginary infamous hero i am sympathizing with this character build on that that's all you gotta do boom i just wrote the next infamous games intro I wrote the first two hours of the game. There you go. <laughs> Take it. Run with it. Run with it. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> chop, chop. 
I, but, I, resistance though i would much rather see a resistance game come back right now because uh, sony God. doesn't have a shooter i want to play don't need... so bad dude dude look at wolfenstein look at doom the market is hungry for it yep you can make just a single player resistance game that's as like you know you make an eight to twelve hour shooter that's just damn good if that's all you need people will buy it Wolfenstein got a sequel. Doom got a sequel. They sold millions of copies. And Resistance, one, has the pull. Two, has a bigger install base to work with in now than it ever did on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the perfect time. And then just put co-op in it. Because everybody liked the co-op better than the multiplayer anyway. Yeah, that's tr- that's very true. That co-op was a lot of fun. You make, like, if you wanted to go really nuts, you just had two, you could do two campaigns, you know? You could have, like, co-op in the single player or whatever, but you have to have it very story-focused. And then you have this side, you know, co-op campaign that's almost like Left 4 Dead or something. Mm -hmm. You know? And just kind of build on that. I think that game, they could do that. Even if they didn't want to do a single player narrative, imagine Mm -hmm. just Resistance 2 multiplayer as a whole game. Make it like a free-to-play game. Make mission packs. I don't care. That'll be your games as a service, Sony. And, like, build a story, like, a kind of continuous story around that. You know, something that's, like, it's there. It's not the focal point, but it's it's there. And for the fans who want it, they get that, you know? Yeah. And then for the rest of us who just want to fight Chimera, because, like, that game had really cool guns, we can do that. Love the auger. Still yeah. love the auger. There's a lot of great guns in that game. Yeah, it's... I would resistance is still the one like that's the one franchise that I think Sony needs to go back and be like, okay, you know what? Dust this one off. Let's, let's do something with this. Like resistance three is the perfect example. You haven't played it yet, but that had a strong narrative focus and it was a damn good game. Uh, Can we play that at some point? Yes. I've been trying to. It just doesn't work on my PC. Is it, is it available on um, PlayStation now? Uh, I think Because if so. it is, we can just play that. It might be. Because that has all the features. Yeah, we should check and it out. And let's be real, pay a couple bucks, we rent it for a day and just beat it. Yeah. Put it on easy, I don't care. We just have yeah. to play it. Yeah, I just That game had really good set pieces, some really good character moments. It was, it, it was a, it was a good finale to a game that, you know, to a series that should have been more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I assume it sold very poorly. Otherwise, they would have kept making it, I think it, right? at the time, it sold like 600,000 copies. Mm. Um, But remember, back then, Sony was re- releasing so many games. The only thing that was selling was Uncharted. Yeah, that's true. That was the same year that the outage happened, I think. Oh. Because that was also SOCOM. Yeah. <laughs> Because remember, uh, they were doing the betas for the next... Hey, buy it and you get the beta for this game. Because that was... um, Wasn't that the same year? No. Maybe it was the year after that. Because they did it the same year. It was all like Uncharted and stuff. I don't remember what year that was. I don't but remember I remember either. like... Or no, it was the year. Because they did SOCOM and then it was the Uncharted 3 beta. Mm, but okay. yeah, Sony was releasing a AAA game every month. And they just flooded the system. And they were good games. Some of them were great. But they weren't... They were not what we're getting now. Yeah. yeah. Like, Uncharted 4 is, in my opinion, leaps and bounds better than the original 3. 
in terms of my enjoy- enjoyment play. I know you didn't like the stealth stuff, but even in terms of like the actual shooting and things like that, I, I think the game plays better, the game runs better, and it obviously looks better. But like, yeah. I think it just is a better game than any of those. I think I think my 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 problem with Uncharted Four is that I think I ex- I over expected what they would end up doing with the combat. I thought it would feel better than it did, and when it didn't, I felt kind of bummed out. I felt like it was it was it was more like Uncharted Two, but like just tighter. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel like I was firing and just watching my bullets like whiz past enemies as much as like the first three games. Yeah, I felt more in control. Yeah, it was, it, it was just, it was good. It felt good to me. Speaking of Uncharted, while we happen to be on this topic, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you heard, but apparently somebody confirmed, uh, according to animator Jonathan Cooper, uh. There is no damage indicator in the Uncharted series. When your screen begins to gray out, yeah, that's Drake's luck running out. So all those bullets that look like they hit him are near misses. And his luck is slowly running out until one finally gets him. Oh my god, I, I, the, the BS is strong with this one. No, apparently it's in the design docs of the original game. Like, Amy Hennig confirmed it. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah, that was the original... This is a Polygon article. That was the original intention, Hennig said on Twitter, to stay more aligned with the spirit and tone of the films we were homaging. Yep, I don't like that at all. That's dumb. That's real dumb. I like it. I think it's cool. That's so dumb. Yeah, but she she confirmed that it is, in fact, a luck meter, and the darker it gets, the less luck he has until his luck runs out and he finally gets hit. I mean, that's better than him just being a bullet sponge. It's a, it's a video game. You don't need to justify it. Yeah, it's a video game, so it's luck. Uh, I think uh, both are perfectly valid. Uh, I think that's more valid than boy, bullet sponge. Do I not buy that at all? Luck Zero is a out sti- of ten times. Luck is a statistic. Zero out of ten times. You start up Fallout, and it's part of special. Yeah, and it's it's the last part. Speaking, speaking of games like no, I'm not gonna. Do that. I had another news thing that I could have segued into, um, but no, like it, it, I think it's fine. Um, it's dude, I, I I'm just trying to think. So say right now you're going yeah. to make a new resistance game. I still think Gorilla should go back and try and make a really good kill zone game because I'm more confident now than ever. I think they're gonna leave that behind them at this point. But yeah. like, I would like to see one final hurrah for Killzone. Yeah, I like I liked Shadowfall quite a bit. I did too. It wasn't and like amazing, but it was it was good. Like, it is a game that like I look at, and I'm like, I should play you again. Yeah, and like, it it's the, the only open launch title that, narrative like, was. And it got good at the it got really good at the end. I thought uh, like I I feel like I remember you getting really frustrated at the final stealth mission. I love that. That thing was so good. You know what's really funny? The mm. the wait, you're talking at the credits one? The one where you're you have to like stealth through an entire area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I didn't like that. How ironic 
that in all of Uncharted 4, I had no issues with the stealth, and then you didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Shadowfall, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> and you were That's... like, no, it's fine. And then now we're here we are, Uncharted 4. Oh, still sucks. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. My, a few years really changed things. God, we're so different now. <laughs> it's like we're different people. Yeah. Um, who who would make who would you who would you put to task to make um resistance because i'm not just gonna say insomniac um because i want them to make another ratchet and clank game because that last one apparently was their best-selling game ever hmm. see i've never been um, attached to that franchise and i feel like insomniac never screwed up with resistance so i, I, I'd, I agree i'd like to see them back on it I, I just don't know that they want to... I don't think they want to... I guess, I guess this is wrong to say because as much as they don't want to be attached to Sony, as defiant as they have been, you look at the projects they've had away from Sony, Fuse and Sunset Overdrive, and One, say what you will about Sunset uh, Overdrive, yeah. it was not generally well-received. It was well-received enough... But yeah. like it got, not, it got like eights, but it didn't sell. I thought it got more in the range. Hold on, now, now I'm, now I'm concerned. Not that scores are the end all be all, but you know, it's sure. it's generally a good barometer. Maybe, maybe high sevens. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna go check right now. But yeah. fuse, I can tell you. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up fuse F- too. F- uh, fuse. fuse on the PS3 has a 63 Metacritic. Um, it's, it's not great. I played it. Zane made yeah. me buy it. And uh, we played it. Actually, you are correct. It had an 81. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it got pretty that's, good reviews. It just didn't sell. It didn't sell. Yeah, it didn't sell. I was I was incorrect because I didn't enjoy that game. I also had a lot of bugs. You saw them. I had a lot of bugs with that game. In one boss fight, I had four different bugs and couldn't beat the boss. Yeah. And then that's when I stopped playing. Yeah, which is understandable. But since then... They came back, they made the, the the arguably movie tie-in game of the reboot of Ratchet & Clank, which was their best-selling game ever. Much better um, than the movie. Oh, yeah. that Well, that as a Ratchet & Clank game, I cons- that was one of the best. That might mm-hmm. be my favorite other than A Crack in Time, which I think is the best Ratchet & Clank game they ever made. Size Matters is pretty good. I played that one. I got stuck at the last level. Never played it again. You're talking. <sighs> you're speaking a different language, man. That's no, just a Clank it- game. No, that was both, yeah. Never mind, yeah. I'm thinking of Secret Agent Clank yeah. for some reason. Yeah, the PSP versions of, like, the big AAA franchises were generally really good. They were generally excellent. <laughs> like like Daxter. Um, God of War. Both Chains God of, of Wars. Olympus, Ghost of Sparta. I still want to play Ghost of Sparta. Crisis Core. the PS3 version. Oh, don't. That's the best Final Fantasy No, yeah, game. they have the PS3 ones. I think they're also on PlayStation now. Yeah, I want to play Ghost of Sparta because I beat Chains of Olympus and never played Ghost of Sparta. Dude, Ghost of like, Sparta is the first in the timeline. Yeah, and no, Chains of Olympus is. No, I'm pretty yes. sure. I'm pretty sure. Ghost, Ghost of Sparta of takes place after or around God of War two because he still has his God of War powers. Mm-hmm. Quote me. Okay. I'm willing. I'm willing to say quote me. Okay, keep going. All right. Are you checking? You fact checking? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's fine. I'll, I'll take that battle. Um, what the hell is I saying? Uh, like they they had that, and then you know they're making Spider Man, so they're clearly back on board with Sony in some capacity. I, like I don't understand Insomniac. I want them either to just like you know, hey, 
Sony, whatever. Let's make a deal. Let's We're make great wrong. games together. Are we? You're closer to being right, but okay. Ascension is the first in the timeline. It's like six months after he kills his I was child. ignoring Ascension. All right, we weren't talking about Ascension. That game was fine. Did you ever play it? That got sevens. Yeah. You can check that. I bought it and never played it. <laughs> yes, so got, neither of our opinions I, are valid. I got the statue, though, and the statue is just okay. <laughs> Anyway, what were you saying? Mark played it. He said, don't bother. And I was like, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, I just don't get Insomniac at this point. You know, like, they're they're so PlayStation adjacent. You know, with with, they came back, Ratchet and Clank was really good. You know, the upcoming Spider-Man looks like it's going to be really good. What's their deal? Are they going to stay? Like, I know they're doing a bunch of VR stuff. PlayStation has VR. You know, like, I just don't get them. What are they doing? Like, are I'm like... You know, Sucker Punch sold to Sony, and they've made really good games since then. Insomniac didn't, you know, the, of the second parties, they're the only one who didn't just be like, yeah, let's do this thing, you know? And I mm. I could just imagine, could you just imagine if Insomniac just had, like, a God of War budget, and then Sony was just like, make a game. Because, like, Sony strikes me at this point of, like, we trust our creators. Whatever they want to do, just do it. <laughs> like, yeah. blank check. They got Kojima. They just gave him a blank check, you know? Like, Kojima's not going to sign with anybody. He's going to sign with the company that's going to let him do what he wants. And I have to imagine, like, you know, the Gorilla team were like, yeah, you know, we made, like, we made Killzone. You know that wasn't always all that good. And you know, they let us make Horizon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I, I feel like Sony's just letting creators be creators and make great games. Like, <sighs> I'm not saying, like, Insomniac needs to be, like, you know, just a Sony-only thing, but, like, I feel like they need to figure something out. To, they, like... Feel like, they, they feel like they're trying to be in the middle way too much. But they're but they're not, because they're always back on PlayStation! Yeah. And that's, like, why I'm like, just just join! Just, just get on, get on board, work with, you know, you have access, again, to, like, you know, you'd have easier access to teams like Naughty Dog, to Sucker Punch to Gorilla, you'd have access to Hideo Kojima right now because he's kind of a Sony guy right now. You know, it's like they are, I I feel like their best games are always Sony exclusive. They've always been. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that they can't make those games somewhere else except they can't because all their best properties are owned by Sony. I, I just Naughty Dog, or uh, not Naughty Dog, excuse me, Insomniac frustrates me in that regard, where it's like, I want them to make great games, because they've made so many. Yeah, yeah. And it, if it, if it's something where it's like, when they work with Sony, they just make better games, just, just stay with Sony, dudes. Like, I get it, you want to put your games everywhere, I totally respect that, but if you're making better games with this company, just do it, you know? Is that, is that unreasonable? You're asking the wrong guy. I don't know. I know, but like, like, is somebody who's like, you know, does that sound like an unreasonable thing? Like, if you're clearly making your best games with this publisher, why would you not stay with that publisher? You know. Uh, like I feel like maybe a bit of its pride. Like they want to prove that they can do stuff without the the house that made them what they are. Kind of yeah. like they're in their rebelling teenage years right now. I think part of it is also they just want to own what they make at this point. 
but like which, then, which then we're lot, but yeah. then we're back to Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man. Yeah, you know, and it's like I like Insomniac said they went after that project, mm-hmm. which one I'm I'm amazed that they let Sony have an exclusive Spider Man game to begin with, but like yeah, that seems crazy. Sony had the perfect team to make a Spider Man game, mm-hmm. and Insomniac went after it. So yeah. obviously, there's no bad blood between them and Sony, or they wouldn't be making all these games. I, I want another Ratchet and Clank game. I would take it, honestly, like, I would want Insomniac to make another really good Ratchet and Clank before they made another Resistance game. I think that would be the vast majority of people. Dude, Ratchet and Clank is really good. It's the only platformer that, like, I'm really like, just, yes! Let's mm. do this! Um, I just don't know who else you would have make, because, like, Sony has, like, the three kind of juggernaut... Well, the four juggernaut when you count Sony Japan. And I feel like every... or And, and Gorilla is probably a juggernaut now. So they have, what, five, like, killer, triple-A, like, gonna crush it studios, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Who else do they have that can take on a game like Resistance and do it justice? I don't... I other, than, other than buying Insomniac. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because I, I, I feel like Sony Ben's going to get shut down because Days Gone doesn't look good. It's, man, that's a bummer. What is I, a, might, I might still buy that game, though. That's the weird thing. Is I might still buy it and play it. I, I don't, don't know. I, I will not. What is, what is Ready at Dawn doing? What do they do? They're not owned What's by the Sony. They made the, 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 they made a game that got shut down like a year after it released and then... I want another order. Oh my god, that game had so much potential. Yeah, no, that will not happen. I feel like that's wrong to let that go, though. Like, with, I get it. The, it with it, the response to that, that response was so vitriolic. But like, like there but, needs more time before that is even a consideration. No, but point. here's the thing: is that, that all the feedback was very clear. Just address it and make a better game. But the amount of money they pumped into that and how not great that thing sold i'm pretty sure after all that terrible word of mouth leading i up bet to you it's it sold pretty well long term though probably sold okay but yeah i just i don't think that that would happen for a while probably because that not, was just but... like three years ago that thing came out and it's like oh man it really was it feels like longer than that yeah yeah so like it's still relatively recent um, oh yeah. But... So apparently it's around one point six two million. Okay. For how much money they pumped into that game, that is a failure. Yeah. So I don't see that happening. Apparently with digital it's over two million. Yeah. I don't know. Like... I feel like I feel like you could come back and with the right messaging and with the with the quality of games they have put out in the last few years, I feel like people would be like, okay, they're not going to just put out this game for now. But then again, there's Days Gone, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> and who knows? Maybe Days Gone will be phenomenal. Who knows? Man, it just it doesn't great? look like it. Wouldn't it be great if that was like a sleeper hit and it's like, oh my god, this game is actually so good. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think it's going to be happen, that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that game being that. God, from that that first time we saw it, I was like, "This looks bad." I never and thought it looked bad, and everyone else was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." And I'm like, "That doesn't look very good," but okay, yeah, you you go with your gut, I guess. 
Anyway. You know what? On the topic of games that may or may not be good. Um, that are, you know, coming out. Darksiders 3 got a release date. I heard about that. November 27th of 2018. You were a fan of the of Darksiders, right? Of the first one. I the played the one, second yeah. one. It was fine, and I never finished it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, um, I could I could never get into it. It's like uh they're they're kinda like Zelda in terms of gameplay structure, right? The first one is. The second okay. one's more like a God of War, but like loot. Okay. It I had mean, like, like colored loot, loot you like and Destiny. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It would. Mm. Did it play very differently? I, I wouldn't yeah, assume yeah, so. Yeah, it was definitely a lot more action focused rather than okay. puzzle focused. Gotcha. I own like the remastered versions of them on PC, mm-hmm. the the Warmastered Edition and the Definitive Edition. Oh God. Yeah, that franchise. This is the same die. company that made the remastered. Um, this this franchise needs to die. Which I've been playing. The, the the what is it called? The Red Faction Gorilla Remastered. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that game is still fun. That, that name is real oh, bad. It's harder than I remember. Really? Um, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I could just be really arrogant. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Gunfire Games, which I think has people from Vigil, who made the first two games. Okay. Um, this game is focusing on Fury, uh, who I think took the place of Pestilence of oh, the yeah, four horsemen. They had different okay. horsemen. It was War, right. Death. I think normally it's like War, Death, Pestilence, and Famine or something. Did, did you play as a different one in the second game? Yeah, you played as Death. Okay, you played as War in the first one, right? Yeah, so you play as War, and in the second game, I think Death is trying to prove his brother's innocence. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, fuck you guys. Some, he didn't do it. Um, <laughs> Convincing. Yeah. So there is a collector's edition for $149 uh, US Ooh. dollars that will come with the game, a steelbook case, an art book, the soundtrack, exclusive cosmetic DLC, and an 11-inch Fury statue. Uh, however, if you are the most serious of serious Darksiders fans, and at this point, I probably wouldn't imagine there's too many of you. Uh, cause that series has, I don't know, man. It kind of just fell off. Yeah. The second one. I feel like it fell off at the second one. Oh yeah. 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 It's like the first one. Like people that were first like, game huh, people cool. liked it, but I don't think it ever was like, you know, gangbusters, you know? And yeah. the second one felt like more of that and respect it's... where respect is due. They're trying to make the most of it. You know, they're still not adding the co-op though. Which mm. they were supposed to do in like yeah. the first game. But I don't know. I still like the first game. Uh, there is a pr- another premium option, the Apocalypse Edition, which will cost players $399 US dollars. Oh, yes. It comes with Mama. three extra 11 inch statues featuring Death, War, and Vulgrim the Shopkeeper, as well as a four horseman amulet and a 30 inch by 40 inch wall scroll will also come with the standard collector's edition items. It will release for PlayStation 4, Windows, and Xbox One. I'll I'll probably check it out. Stop that. I, I stop it. I'm I'm morbidly interested. 
in what they do. Is it more like the first? Is it more like the second? Is it some hybrid? This screenshot they have on this Polygon article looks way nicer than anything they originally showed when they announced the game. Um, yeah. I don't know. It could be good. Yeah. Yeah. It could be good. It I, won't be good. It would be cool if this game was good. I would like to see them fulfill the promise of Darksiders. Yeah. Because that game is a whole lot of promise and not enough delivery yet. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, I would like to see that game, you know, come to fruition in, in an important way, you know? Yeah, like... That was a that was a franchise that was fine, and it wouldn't hurt to see another one. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of games that surprised us, because we were talking about that earlier, yeah. uh, Near Automata surprised the both of us last year. It did they are releasing uh, novels for that game, and they have release recently confirmed that there there's two novels uh uh near automata the long story short and near automata short story long uh they God, will be released in yep. english over the next year and will add new context and story to the game will you be partaking in those i might yeah you like that, like that game did a lot of cool things. And I know you liked it more than I did, so I, I just wanted to pick it up. I loved a lot of the things that game did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're fifteen bucks, penned by novelist uh, June Ashima and Yokotaro. They're already in Japan, so Yokotaro had a spot in it, and uh, I, I'm imagining this is probably a talented writer. <laughs> imagination <laughs> yeah so the long story short will be available October 9th and the short story long will be available spring 2019 hmm interesting yeah I mean that's cool oh yeah no. so the long story short is the novelization of the game Oh. But it includes previously unknown details and character thoughts. Interesting. And then the short story or the long story short will be different. Uh, is a collection of short fiction and novellas set in the near universe. Huh. Okay. I hear you playing something. <laughs> what are you playing, nope. Ross? I'm not playing anything. I, I heard a controller. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's just Retta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is Retta playing? Retta's not playing anything, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. So, theoretically, if you were playing something, would you be playing it on your Switch right now? No. No, I'm not playing anything. You're, you're derailing the show right now. I, I don't know I, I was happening. trying to turn this into a segue. Segway? Yes. Oh. Sure, I'm playing something on my Switch right now. Okay, I could have sworn I heard a button press. That's why I was... I'm not mad. I just... I, I have to know now if I actually heard a button press or not. <laughs> He's not going to tell me now, though. Um, So, uh, another game coming to your Switch. Yeah. Uh, Wasteland 2. 
Director's what is Cut. That? It is uh it is a game that's similar to the original, not like Fallout 3, but like the original Fallout games. Um so it's more of like an isometric game. Uh kind of like a Baldur's not really like a Baldur's Gate, but the same kind of, you know, uh, it came around that same time of like Fallout, Baldur's Gate, Wasteland, uh, like Torment, those types of games. Um, it was kickstarted in 2012. I actually kickstarted this game. I have a oh. copy of it from that. Uh, they they fulfilled. Uh, yeah, it was led by Interplay founder Brian Fargo. So yeah, maybe like uh, Baldur's Gate because Interplay had a lot to do with that. Uh, one of the people who would go on to create the original Fallout. So there you go. Nice. So it's like an isometric RPG. Uh, okay. yeah, sure. yeah, it was released for PC in 2014. They released the director's cut as a free upgrade and then ported the game to consoles. It's currently on PS4 and Xbox One, and it will be making the way to the Switch. So the director's cut includes the original game, which comes in around 80 hours in length. It also adds additional perks for character creation and a load of new voiceover work. Huh. Um, it will not make use of the Nintendo Switch's touchscreen. Oh, that's too bad. Said no one. And uh, in Exile, the developers of Wasteland 2 is working on Wasteland 3, uh, which was funded through FIG in 2016. So you can get in on a game. Wasteland 3 will probably release on Switch when it comes out, if I were to guess, with the success that platform is having. So you can get into it and uh, you probably, you know, have a good setup and a good idea of what to expect from 3. I, as I understand, Wasteland 2 is very well received and it sold pretty well. So... It, it that was also around the time of like divinity and stuff like that when that when original sin was on kickstarter yeah those all hit around the same time oh, okay yeah it was actually cool like before the game was even done they like remastered the original wasteland and they were like we're giving it to all backers for free you know huh. and so i have a copy of the original wasteland remastered that's cool. nice yeah that is cool so like it's, they, it's, they, it's cool when developers they're, they're a good they're a good people that i would definitely like crowdfund again if they made another game because i trust them like, mm. they made a good game. They are like Larian, yeah. and I kickstarted them twice. And I have not been let down yet. So, yeah, that's exciting, especially for Switch owners. You might have missed on that game. Uh, other games going on right now. Uh, EA is acquiring another studio. Uh, they acquire the game company f- uh, founded by ex-Bungie president Industri- uh, Industrial Toys is the name of the studio. Uh, it's a 14-person studio who will work on new experiences at EA. Currently, they have a mobile game, Midnight Star Renegade. Uh, Boy, that that sounds not generic at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what... Do you think that, that was a random name generator? It sounds like a random name generator. Yeah, that's the sequel to Midnight Star, so it might not be a random name generator. It's I'm just... going to go through it. It's headed up, the studio's headed up by uh, Alex Seropian, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So you're familiar? Yeah, with Alex Aropian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He went Same on to in, found uh, uh, yeah, Wide Load Games, which made Stubbs the Zombie and Hail to the Chimp. Uh, hey. Wide Load was acquired by Disney, and Seropian was named Vice President of Game Development for Disney Interactive. He left Disney in 2012 to establish Industrial Toys. Uh, yeah. So nice. I imagine that's more for EA's mobile business. But it would be cool to see people who made Halo maybe make a new AAA game. Command for and EA. Conquer Rivals too. 
maybe oh, make a different thing. maybe make like a new Command and Conquer Renegade. They are, they've already made a Renegade game, you know. That's true, <laughs> right? Or I mean, if if this game is popular, make a AAA version of it, you know. Yeah, I'm looking at like a a a, a, a like an art, uh, uh, I guess like a concept art kind of thing. Um, definitely looks like Halo. This dude <laughs> looks like an ODST. Uh, this dude so, looks like a Halo. He looks like a Halo, like a whole Halo. Speaking of games that are kind of like Halo, it's all mm. segways. Welcome to the Segway Cast. Uh, yep. Updates for Forsaken, uh, because that was the Game Informer Game of the Month, the cover game. A lot of details coming out. Uh, one of the most important is about the enemies, the Scorn, uh, which initially sounded like just mutated Fallen, which we've seen Bungie mutate enemy factions in uh curse of osiris warmind and not really do much with them these characters will be very different though uh so they're they have like powers it's not like so here's descriptions polygon put it together but this is from game informer there are mongrels uh the big boys of the scorns crew Uh, Like the Hive Ogres, they're massive hulks that roam each arena, ready to smash anything that gets too close. Uh, As if their size weren't bad enough, the Mongrels are also imbued with with lightning that they can fire at unsuspecting guardians. Uh, The Screeb are the most familiar enemies of the Scorn. They're deformed and mutated creatures that are reminiscent of the Hive's Cursed Thralls, but where the Cursed Thralls shamble, hoping to get close enough to begin their sprint, the Screeb are always running at players at full speed, ready to explode. Um, Raiders seem to be the most common kinds of Scorn, the dregs of this universe. Uh, Raiders have the ability to teleport around the battlefield. Uh, To make them a bit more formidable, they can also launch void buzzsaws at players from afar. Lurkers uh, are the most counterintuitive enemies in the bunch. They hold tiny shields that they use to block incoming fire. Like all shielded enemies in Destiny, they will leak spot lurking somewhere behind their shield. Players will just need to find a way to get to it. Um, uh, Ravagers, these enemies are melee focused, carrying flaming flails. Uh, If they reach players, they do considerable damage with their weapon, but carrying around an explosive comes with a price. If players can manage to destroy their weapon, the Ravagers will go up in flames with it. And then chieftains huh. are the new, are the final new type of enemy. Uh, they seem to take the place of fallen captains, leading the scorn to each one of their inevitable defeats at the hands of the guardians. But unlike their unmutated brethren, chieftains do not do their own fighting. Instead, they rely on elemental totems to tear guardians down. The solar totem acts as a turret. The void totem shields scorn allies, and the arc totem creates a vortex that pulls players towards it. Hmm. So they sound a little more involved. Could be yeah. fun. They sound more like a new class than they did before. Like a new class of enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, they did announce that in Destiny 2, uh, Forsaken, they will begin to hit the reset button more often. So some activities will refresh every four days instead of every seven. Uh, these activities will include the Crucible, uh, Vanguard, so like Strikes and Nightfalls, Gambit and Flashpoint locations will change every or will reset every four days, which means more powerful loot for everyone. Uh, The raid and other features like Eververse will remain on a Tuesday reset. 
Yeah. So for players who want to play more Destiny, like myself, I will be satiated. Yeah, you know. It's, they it's... also said that the game's director is being changed and that some activities are going to be a little more vague. So, like, you might go into the game's director, like the map, and you'll just yeah. see a planet glowing, and it's not going to necessarily tell you what's going on, so it's going to require a little exploring to go and take a peek and be like, hey, what's going on over here, you know? Um, so, that could be cool, bring back some of the mystery. Yeah, it's, yeah, I just, yep, Destiny. Yeah. It's fun. I found a new exotic that I like. Uh, Which I like the Huckleberry. I don't even know what that is. It's the SMG. But, um... I feel like Destiny 2, for you, is quickly turning into, like, Dota for Brad. Where it's like... This dude likes this game a lot. You you used to like it, too. I did. There was then, a time. And then I, I, then t- I moved on. Then I took you on the raid, and then you abandoned me. <laughs> I was I was into the game when no one else was. And then everyone was into the game, and then I was because they fixed it. The game was, hey man, the game is better now than it ever was back when you were in, like really, really into it. The game's so much better now. Yeah, but enough of it is the same to where it's like ah yeah 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 yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I could go on a planet right now and play that game for four hours just shooting random enemies. I don't know why. Yep, and, I don't know why. And I and I could not. I know. So. I don't know why. Yeah, because you're um, crazy. Speak in another uh, case of I don't know why. Uh, Code Vein got delayed to 2019. Not too surprised. Again, adding another. It had a September game 2019. date. Like yeah. I thought it was coming. Finally, I was gonna buy it. It was gonna be great. I just felt like I don't know. I had a feeling about that game, and the feeling was, well, nope, <laughs> not this year. I want to play it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's fine. Whatever. It's just another game to play for, you know, a couple days in between all the other games that are coming out. Like the four that are coming out on February 22nd. I had to take the week off. I had to take the week off from work. I was like, yeah, I'm going to put in a request to get this week off because I have to. Because otherwise I won't play any of these games. Yeah. Because there's just not enough time in the world. <laughs> God, there's so many. It's it's dumb. I need, it's dumb. I need it's the hyperbolic I time chamber. And instead of a year of training, I need an internet connection and like a, a plug. And just let me <laughs> catch up on some games. I don't think the internet would even work in the hyperbolic time chamber. Well, no, I guess it would because time would be that's different a, that's for That's a loaded me. question. Hmm. How would that work? Science isn't ready for that yet. Mm, valid. Okay. Still, let me catch up on all the single player stuff, and then I'll come out and I'll play the other stuff. Okay. It's, yeah, man. 2019 already sucks. <laughs> it already sucks. We're not even there. We're still like five months away, and already there's too many games. I don't have enough time to play all these games. Nope. No, you don't. No. None of us do. None of us will. No, God. It's all over now, they boys. Need to stop doing this. Just move games up. <laughs> Just move some up. It's fine. I will settle if you need to add something later. It's okay. Just get it into 2018. Let me play most of it. 
Like, days gone. If you can get that game out before the massacre that is February, like, do it. Or push it back to, like, 2020. Literally anything. Like, anything but release it on that day. Or in that year. Man. They gotta be kicking themselves for delaying that game to 2019. Like, yeah. 2018, it would be fine. Like, people would be willing in this year probably to forgive its faults just to have something new to play. Mm. And next year, it's just going to get buried. Yeah. Like, like like we talked about last month, Detroit was one of the best-selling games of the month in May. It, yeah, I still kind of want to pick it up, even though I've heard not great things. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm actually going to check real quick to see if they have... Uh, I don't know if the NPD released... You know, oh, they changed the website. God damn it. Um, the NPD changed the website? No, Forbes did. Forbes is, oh. usually has a good thing they put together. Uh, lifestyle. Uh, I don't know where they put games anymore. Because <laughs> it used to be under technology. Forbes no longer writes about games. Good to know. Confirmed. You heard it here first. They were all right. Yeah. I didn't agree with a lot of their opinion stuff. But you know, there was mm. some. I remember one of my controversial corners was about Forbes back on. Uh, yeah, that was the Bloodborne one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, I do vaguely remember that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not a huge deal. Um, yeah, we'll need to wrap it up pretty soon. Yeah. Um. But oh no, that's May twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah. So if then, if yeah. you if you have not yet, check out I posted. Uh, my article about Paladins today and how it's very different from Overwatch and everyone should give it a chance. Um, I go into detail about uh, differences in a lot of the systems in terms of the actual kind of gameplay systems around them. Ch- check it out. That is a fun game that I still play. Um, I was hoping by the time I got done with that plug, you would be either done looking for it or have the answer. I'm not looking for it anymore. I was letting you do your plug. Okay. Good, yeah. Good, 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 no, good. no, no, no. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's... It's whatever. Uh, I, that, I don't think it's out yet. It'll probably be later in the month. I'm curious just mm-hmm. to see, you know. Uh, but, yeah, do you have any plans for, like, anything you're going to be playing, like, this week? Or anything that we didn't touch on that you did play this week that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, not really. Um, I'll probably... If I, I'll probably be playing some more God of War, kind of doing some more side stuff post game. Um, and then in terms of that, I'll bring my Switch with me to New York City. How much time I'll have to actually play anything? TBD. But um, yeah, don't have a lot of kind of game playing planned. How about you? Um, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go grind out some Final Fantasy 14 after this, because I've mm, been nice. back into that in a big way. Uh, I'm progressing. I think I'm almost, I'm getting towards the end of the Realm Reborn, like, initial story. And then working my way towards uh, Heaven's Ward, and we'll go from there. But, uh, yeah, I'm having fun with it, because I'm actually making progress now. Yeah. So, good times. Uh, Other than that, I've kind of been bouncing around a couple different games. Uh, Been playing Red Faction... Because I got that for free, so why not? I did pick up this early access game um, that was on sale for the weekend, Rise to Ruins. 
It's a little city builder game. Uh, with like, there's monsters that roam around at night. You got to build walls and protect yourself. And it's apparently been in development for like five years or something, four years. Huh. And I read the reviews and everybody's like, yeah, they're just constantly adding new content and things like that. And I was like, all right, I'll check this game out. I think I was talking to you about it the other day when we did the God of War thing. And like, mm-hmm. I just kind of booted it up or it might've been somebody else I was talking to. And just, I, I played it for like, I, I booted it up just to like, look at it. And I ended up playing for like two hours. Just like, didn't even realize I was like, oh, okay. It's been two hours. <laughs> it's like, what happened? <laughs> it just, I got just like into it. Yeah. It was like five bucks I paid for it. And I was like, wow. Like I, I bought it and was like, well, if I don't like it, I'll refund it. And then it was just like, oh, well, I guess I'm not refunding this for more reason than one. Um, it's a good game. Nice. So I, I'm hoping it gets out of early access because, you know, I, I like done games. I like to know that they're not in early access for five years like some other games I've played. That they'll never leave early access because they're still in alpha. Allegedly. It's so dumb. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Any game that's playable is not an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> Any game that's remotely playable is not in alpha. Just look at freaking the closest thing you will ever see to a true alpha, like being on Steam, that isn't like an actual, like genuine attempt at early access, is straight up, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Radical Heights. That was an alpha ass game. That is what an alpha yeah. actually looks like. For anyone who doesn't know, that's what an alpha looks like. Mm hmm. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, cool. Cool. Uh, that'll do it for today. Uh, for this episode, it was good. It was quality. Don't forget if you haven't, uh, you know, if you're listening on iTunes or Google Play, check out the website halfgen.com. Uh, if you're listening from the website, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you know, th- tell your friends. We out here. We're recording. We're making content. Indeed. So, yeah, we will talk to you all next week. And, uh, I'm already so yeah. depressed about 2019. Sounds... I can't stop now. You've okay. ruined well, my night. Well, we're ending this. <laughs> Later. Bye-bye.